For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AD. Yo. Shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house. That's from the great philosopher 50 Cent. I'll explain in a bit. I'm sure you've heard that before, though. I've heard it before, but you know what? I always test that rule. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Uh, Niners going on a two-game road trip. They're going to New York. Uh, this week two matchup is against the Jets. We'll break that down for you. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Jimmy G. There's quite a bit of injuries. Injury bug has hit this 49ers team here early in this 2020 campaign. We'll get into that as well. And also a, a little real thing or not. Uh, we got another three-pack for you, E.D. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, so we'll we'll get into that. Um, as always, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, download the pod. Uh, you can always tune in uh, and reach out to us on social media. I'm at R. Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. And he is at underscore Bump and Run. As always, we are presented by Bet Online. And, of course, you all know the wait is over. We're entering week two here of the football season. And you might not be able to be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. Guess what? It never closes. It means open 24-7. Just go on and log on and you're right there. Whatever you want to put down in the online casino, uh, make sure you go ahead and do that. So make sure you head over to betonline.ag today. That's where you can do it and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And also, the fine folks over at Manscaped. Everyone's favorite part of the show, E.D. Uh, well, it should be because Manscaped is doing everything that they possibly can to provide you with the best grooming tools to take care of all of your junk. So the fall is coming. Actually, really my favorite time of the year because you get to dress. You get to layer. But a part of that, you know, you get to go into your closet and get into your wardrobe. But a part of that wardrobe that no one wants to see, nobody wants to see sack socks. <laughs> nobody wants to see lap sweaters. No one wants to see pocket scarves, and and Manscaped is doing what they possibly can to help you out with that. In fact, listeners of our show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ERIC at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com, and use the code E-R-I-C. Grab 2020 body horns, take care of your front junk, Manscaped is here to make certain that that happens. Don't completely fill out your, your your roster and your wardrobe with those things that I said. Get rid of them. Oh, man. The hits just keep on coming. Um, 
speaking of hits, Niners have taken quite a few. Uh, Debo said we didn't talk about Debo um, in the last pod. Probably should have. That's probably eat me. Um, but uh, he, obviously he didn't play, and so you know we no, talked no, about no. the there guys. Was, there was the no, talk, there was talked about. No I'm I'm sorry for cutting you off right there. No E U. No E on you. We didn't talk about Debo because Debo didn't play. He didn't play. He didn't play. He Absolutely right. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't play. No, no disrespect, but he he you know he ghosted us. So yeah. <laughs> there was nothing to talk about. So he he won't be on the field once again this week. Um, I, before the start of the season, they placed him on IR. IR this season has changed, um, quite a bit actually. So it it, it means you you missed a, a minimum of three games. Um, it's not the extended the half a season process. Uh, like mm-hmm. like it used to be. So no Debo. Uh, once again this week, Richard Sherm also Richard Sherm Richard Sherman also goes uh-huh. on. As well, right? He's he's got a, a, a calf strain. Um not really too surprised about the, the Debo news. Um obviously that was something that I mean we talked about that, right? Like I like I, I yeah. mentioned it in the summer. Like I don't want to see him on the field week one or even week two for that matter. Um and so um but as far as Sherm, this is something that happened the the end of the game against Arizona. Um last play according to Kyle Shanahan. And so uh, he's going to be on IR. So now you look at this this corner situation. We're going to talk about the wide receivers too in just a bit, but but I want to talk about the the corner situation first. Uh, so you got no Sherm, Akila Weatherspoon uh, got dinged up as well. He's in the concussion protocol, so you don't have him. Uh, you got E Man, obviously. You got K One, who you know typically normally plays in the slot, but will will they move him to the outside? Uh, the Niners announced some roster moves. They promoted Dante Johnson up. From the practice squad, they signed Ken Webster from Miami Dolphins practice squad, um, and so and they also signed uh, Brian Allen and uh, Christian Angulo to uh, to the practice squad to their own practice squad. So a lot of moving and shaking at that corner position. Um, but this is a spot. I know we talked about it before the season. We liked the depth. We liked the the guys, the healthy bodies there. But now you look at a couple of entries and. This looks totally different now going into this week, too. Um, but, again, I'm okay with it. That's why you have these guys on, on the squad. Uh, let's just see. Okay, con- concussion protocol. How bad is the concussion? Uh, where is he going to be? We're talking about Spoon. Uh, because I would assume he's going to be the first one up. You're going to throw him out there. I don't know where Jason Verrett is again. It's like yeah, Verrett. We didn't even other... mention Verrett. He's still questionable, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So so you have bodies there that that, that can um, do it. It's just it, it's funny. And I I went back and I was I watched that tape again and I was like, where did Sherm get hurt? And it's so funny that you know you watch him the entire game. He was there. So it, last play of the game. That's that's one of those things, especially in a loss, that you you want to get out of it healthy. That's always a, always a concern getting out of a game healthy. But. Um, I'm not panicking. It's, there's no time. There's no reason to panic. There are enough guys that have reps. When you start looking at Spoon coming back, let's see. And I'm, I'm, and I'm looking at the three-week period without Sherm. Um, Spoon should get back out there. You look at the moves that they've made. Um, even with Johnson, you have guys that, have, that understand the system that you can put out there. So it's just a question of playing. And I'm looking at who they have to go against uh, coming up here. You don't have to go against um, a scrambling quarterback in Kyler Murray. Well, the extent of a scrambling quarterback of Kyler Murray 
uh, nor do you have to go against Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins. So that's going to help as well. I think they have the guys. We talked about this, and I and, and when talking about this before, I'm always looking at the, the, the overall depth chart, not just your starters. Like, do you have guys that can come in and hold it down? They put that together with this in mind. You have to. You can't have anybody on your roster who can't play. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's 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 where it is. So I, I, I think it's it's just a question of just picking it up and playing better. That that's that's the bigger issue here. Yes, you have these injuries, but do you have guys that that are capable of coming in and performing? I think they have that more so in the secondary than they do in the wide receiver room. So I'm not I'm not concerned about it. I'm more yeah. I'm, I'm more concerned about I, that. I'm more concerned about the secondary, especially the corner position. Not necessarily the secondary as a whole, but primarily just that corner, those corner positions, um, than I see, am not, the wide what, receiver see, like, room right now. Well, it, it even in, see, the, the, everyone keeps focusing on the corner opposite of Sherm, and they keep talking about the corner position. But the secondary, it's a whole, the way things have to work. Like, like the big play – the, the Niners really gave up one big play that really hurt them on that on, on that long drive to uh, DeAndre Hopkins, right? That um, the the one the where one that set up the, the the set up the go ahead. Uh, yes, touchdown. the cup where he yeah. ran all the way down to the to the one. Yeah, and nearly scored on that play right there. Well, that wasn't that wasn't a corner. That was a safety. That was Jimmy Ward. Jim, Jimmy Jimmy Ward. Ch- he chased his guy. There was a zone coverage on one side. I just looked at it. there. There was a zone coverage on one side. Man coverage on one side. So. Jim, Jimmy chased a shallow cross. He had a shallow cross. Yes, he's in man coverage, but his guy ran a shallow cross into the zone side. There's no reason to chase him. He's running into a zone. And if Jimmy had just dropped that guy, he would have been standing right there to cover DeAndre Hopkins. So he 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 ran he he voided it. And that's the thing about these combination coverages. That's not on a corner. That's that that was on a safety. But because it's a wide receiver, everyone immediately says, "Oh, he's killing the corners." So that that's it's 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 just the communication. It's all these guys understanding what they're doing, and I think they're capable of playing it. Now, on the flip side of that, with the wide receiver room, um, one fold you got to get open. You you got to get open. You can't just get locked up all all game long. Um, and then when you do get open, the quarterback has to find you. Is that what happened? Do you think that's what happened? You think guys didn't couldn't get open? Um, there were some guys getting locked up. Yes. Yeah. You know, you go back and you look at it, and there are some guys getting locked up, but there were also opportunities to make plays where players were open because you you can't expect a guy to win every snap, but there are certain plays designed for you to take advantage of uh, that win. Yeah. And when those when those situations occurred, um, the offensive line didn't hold up at times. Jimmy didn't stay with it at times. He didn't look at it at times um, uh, because I mean there were uh, there were moments where Pettis was open for touchdowns. Yeah. There was there were mo- there were moments where um, you, you know radios open for a touchdown. Raheem's open for a touchdown. There there were moments where. Um, George Kittle. George Kittle ran a ran and that didn't even get discussed. He ran a little nodding up on one play that I can't say it would have been a touchdown because there was still a safety safety in the deep middle, but it would have been a huge game. It would have been a 34, 30, 40 yard play minimum. But um he didn't see it. Yeah, so so, so we look at this from different lenses, right? And mm-hmm. how how I see it is 
if Sherm can't go and Verrett can't go and uh, Spoon can't go, then I see that as a problem. Reversely, how you just broke that down, and, and I understand what you're saying, I, I expect the opposite corners, the opposite secondary to win to win some reps. But at the same time, you, you, you also just mentioned a lot of things that Jimmy missed, right? And, and to me, what I took away from that game was Jimmy missed a lot. Like, he missed a lot of throws. And then even some throws that he didn't even attempt, like you just mentioned, he missed guys that were wide open um, in, in certain aspects. And so for me, like I was hearing all this rhetoric about wide receivers all week long, wide receiver this, wide receiver that. Is OBJ coming? Uh, what, um, what about the, the Robinson uh, guy from, from, from the Bears, Allen Robinson from the Bears? Is, is he coming? Um, eventually they, they ended up signing – um, Mohamed Sanu to add to the, the, the wide receiver room, but everyone's, uh, like, freaking out about the wide receiver room. And to me, like, that was one of the least of the issues to me. Like, I, I didn't – like, I, I, I had I had no qualms about the wide receiver play on Sunday, especially throwing in the fact that there was no Debo and there was no B.A. Um, uh, well, uh, see, I disagree with you on that one. Um, and reason being – is that those guys like have the same thing we're talking about for the secondary. You can't have anyone on your roster that can't play, that can't perform when they get their opportunities. And there are some times that you have to make plays. Y- yes, we discussed what Jimmy didn't do, and he missed some things. But, okay, let's go out an easy one that everyone will remember. That that final throw to um, Bourne in the back of the end zone that came up short. Yeah. Did Jimmy throw that ball short? Yes. Did Kendrick Bourne completely misplay that ball? And that's what you don't want. You don't want your receiver to do that. Yes, he did. He did. Kendrick Bourne. What you look so think about the think about the image. I'm gonna just take I'm just gonna just quickly describe this to you. Kendrick Bourne gets behind Patrick Peterson with the double move. You see the ball coming. Yes, the ball is Kendrick Bourne is falling into the end zone. He jumps. Remember him jumping? Okay. He jumped and and his hands were at his waist. So he jumps. His hands are literally below his waist waiting for the ball to fall into his lap. So he's got to get his hands up. If you go and grab the ball, yeah. you may actually catch it off of his helmet. You may catch the ball before it hits his helmet. But instead, you are waiting for it to fall in you instead of attacking the ball. You need that. that right In that situation, I need a wide receiver to be aggressive and understand the importance of that play. Remember what I said? You're not going to win all of them, but some plays are designed for you to take advantage of certain things on that particular play. Perfect call. You got the double move. You got the the aggressive corner to do what you thought he was going to do. You created a window. Now I need two guys to execute. And if two guys execute perfectly, it's easy. If he throws that over because Bourne got behind him, Quarterback, I need you to execute and give him enough room to run up under it. But if that, if one or two of you, if one of you don't execute, I need the other one to take over. Right then, I needed Bourne to take over and be aggressive and get that ball. I, I, no, I, I see, I see what you're saying. And, and this whole time, my thought process is like Jimmy's got to throw that to the back pylon. But I, I, I tell you, yes, agreed. But since he did, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Since he did, now you have to go and um, make make up for it. Yeah, everything is everything is not going to be perfect. And that's what I'm saying. You need your guys to be capable of making those plays in that situation. Um, 
And uh, that's what I'm still waiting for. Waiting for waiting for you know someone to step up and say I can do this all the time because Bourne was, Bourne was getting open Bourne was making plays there he had there are other opportunities where he could have made some plays but that's the difference in being what why, why are you not the guy the guy makes that play if you want to be the guy you make that play now is that Debo you know is that going to be Ayuk when he comes back but. Bourne had an opportunity to become that guy because remember it's not about just making the easy plays yeah. you got you got to you got to make the one catch the ones that come to you make the plays you're supposed to make do your job all the time and on the way to doing your job you'll fall into some great plays grabbing that one off of P, uh, P2's hat that would have been a great play this is and Believe that- in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review. Um, So let's move it to the Jets now. The Jets uh, coming off of a loss. They lost um, in Buffalo 27-17. Niners falling, of course, at home to the Cardinals 24-20. And I mentioned the whole glass house analogy. Um, Look, the Jets look bad. There's just no two ways about it. They they look bad um, against the, the look bad. against the Bills. Exactly, the Niners look bad, <laughs> and so both let's keep it real. Both of these teams are zero and one. So it it it, it you it, you can't have this mindset that oh it's just the Jets will be okay. Like you you look at these standings right now. I don't care what the score was in either game, and and and. None of that much matters. You're both 0-1 heading into this game. So this is a pivotal game. This is a huge game, um, in my opinion, for the Niners, especially um, to try to bounce back coming off of that performance. Uh, We talked about Mohamed Sanu. Well, first, George Kittle did not practice. Kyle said he's pretty much going to give him the week, but he expects him uh, to be able to go through the walkthrough Friday and be able to play on Sunday. Mohamed Sanu has joined the team virtually through team meetings um, but has to go through the whole COVID protocol and procedures, so he won't be eligible. If this is if he passes everything, he won't be eligible mm. until the walkthrough on Friday. So he'll have one walkthrough and then make his debut with the with the the Niners on Sunday. Um, now keep in mind, there's a there's a history there, right? <laughs> Sanu was was with the Falcons when Kyle was with the Falcons. Um, yeah, yeah. How 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 lightly like, do you think we see him on Sunday? Um. Well, he's gonna know what to do. He's gonna know the terminology. I think you could get him out there for a few plays. If he passes everything, yeah, I definitely think you could see him out there. He he immediately he he's immediately the best option um on making a play for them in that room right now. Just his experience and everything. Now we got to come in and just see where he is because he hadn't had an opportunity to see. Yeah, see if he can still separate, see if he can still, um, you know, if he still has that footwork and all those things that, that he's been known for throughout his career. Uh, but I think he, he gives them an option that they don't have right now, and that's a guy that can just make a play like we're talking about that just makes make something out of nothing. That's what they need right now uh, because they're it's the same thing that we were talking about during draft time when it was going out to get rugs or whatever. Remember we had this discussion yeah. and I said, it doesn't make sense to throw a ball to get a guy who can um, get 50, 60 yards down the field. Okay, and, quarterback and forward, can't, can't get it to him. Quarterback can't get it there. Yeah. Jimmy doesn't have that type arm. So you need someone that can, that can, um, get, that can win in, in um, close quarters 
um, a, a bigger body, which Sanu has, that can make some plays. And I think he can get in and do that. His familiarity with the um, offense makes it easier for him to do it. Because when you know the system, you you don't have to practice. I mean, you, 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 you really don't. You know what's going on. If you understand the verbiage, if you understand what's going on, you you can do it. And I, I mean, and I've done that where you walk into a room and it's like, oh, th- this is the system that you're running. Like, I, I, I already know it. I've, I've studied it. I know it. I know what's going on. So uh, I think we can utilize them if, um, if Friday. Yeah, you, you can do that because we've all gone through a week where we've all gone through a week where we didn't do anything until Friday. I, I lived the whole season like that. The season I had the, the double hernias, I, I didn't practice. I literally didn't practice the whole after like the third week of the season. I I went the only time I hit the the field was Friday for the uh, walkthroughs. For the walkthroughs. I mean for our for our for our um red zone period. I do the red zone period on Friday. Um but I was there, same thing. It, it was basically virtual. I was there in the meetings watching the film, listening to the plan, doing everything and then um I try to move around a little on Friday just to Standing in the huddle with the guys, and then you play on Sunday. You take your needle and you play on Sunday. So he can do it. Niners expected to see an old friend in Frank Gore. Gore actually was tied for the team lead with six carries on Sunday in the loss to the Bills. Uh, no Le'Veon Bell. He's been placed on IR. So you'd imagine mm-hmm. that Gore would, would get a good amount of the carries for Adam Gase. Um, and then Sam Darnold. Uh, what to make of Sam? Um it's it's hard to say. I mean, he he's looked good at times, but then he's he's had those injuries. Um, the offense mm-hmm. as a whole did not look good on Sunday for the Jets. Uh, what do you make of Sam Darnold? Um, well, Sam is number one. Niners fans don't relax just yet. Sam is a, here. Here comes another mobile quarterback. Yeah. Uh, no one gives Sam credit for that because, it, quite frankly, he's a white guy. Yeah, hey, that's that's just that's here, just here, here, here's a little backstory on Sam. He was a he was a linebacker in high school. Um, uh, yeah, and, and he was also a hell of a basketball player. Yeah, and he was a heck of a basketball player in high school as well. Um, and really didn't play. He he really didn't play quarterback until his junior year, but he got hurt, so he missed pretty much the entire season as a junior. And then just kind of went through the camp circuit and just came onto the scene, uh, going into his senior year. But he was still somewhat a little bit under the radar. So in a sense, I mean, he's still kind of raw in that regard, um, in terms of still learning the position. Um, but no, keep uh, keep going with what you were saying. Yeah, well, no, I, so so you you just gave some of the backstory, and so people don't realize just how athletic he actually is so sam Darnold is another guy that can extend plays and get things get things done the offensive line there isn't strong um as as um some of the offensive lines in his league but he can you know so he gets hit a lot uh his decision making is as you said it's it's still of a guy that's trying to get there and figure it out he had some throws this last game that i that um where he looks like a coach killer I know Adam Gase is sitting there like this dude's trying to get me fired with some of the decisions that he makes. Well, he'll try to he'll try to do <laughs> well. He will try to do the things that a young quarter athletic quarterback will do, like throw across his body and and throw across the field and and uh, you just put it all on his arm. He has a strong enough arm, so he'll try to do those type things when he extends plays, but they don't work in the NFL consistently because the the defenders are just too fast. They're too good. They're yeah. too long and rangy. Uh, so 
he he can it's another time where they're going to have to corral him and keep him in the in the pocket um but also there's they don't have the same comp the confidence isn't there I, I i think that everyone's losing faith and you can see it throughout the game i watched the film i watched their last game and you can see that the guys start to get this look um and body body lean where here we go again so it's so they're gonna have to jump on these guys and jump on that offense and and take advantage of it and, and try to not do what they did this last game don't miss your opportunity so that it's not a close game and and then it turns into this defensive struggle because uh, greg robinson on the other side is going to he's gonna they play a lot of cover too, but he's he's also trying to send you know five six guys at at the quarterback a lot. So Jim is going to have to worry about that. Uh, let's get into some real thing or not. Uh, of course, if you want to chime in, you can always reach out to us on social media at our Haylock, and then he's at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He's at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, if you got answers uh, to these questions, uh, we got a three pack for you today, Ed. Real thing or not? This is our segment where I make a statement or a question uh, to okay. to Ed. He tells me whether it's a real thing or not, um, and then I'll chime in as well. Uh, first one, real thing or not? This is a make or break trip for the 49ers. Road trip for the 49ers. Oh, real thing, real thing. Uh, if you you can't go back to back and get outplayed. Uh, you know, I went into that game saying the Arizona game week one that they're better, better roster, better. Uh, they should win that game. And I still believe better roster, better players. Uh, watch the film three times now. Uh, they were outplayed. They should have lost that game because they were outplayed. You can't go back to back weeks against teams that you are better than and lose because you do not put yourself in position when it comes playoff times to be at, at your best. Uh, and in the best situation against those other playoff teams. So you want to win a championship? This is make or break. Uh, yeah, I I'll say I'll, I'll say real thing. Um, Niners are going to stay over uh, on the East Coast. They're going to stay in West Virginia. Shout out to Javi. Javi sent me a note um, earlier this week. Um, Niners are going to stay in West Virginia uh, in between games. They got the Jets this week and then the Giants the following week. Both games at the same stadium, obviously. But yeah, that's so nice, I, man. You know when we played, when we did that, we used to have to go back and forth. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, that, I mean that that was man, I, that was. Suck. I remember one year, man. I remember one year we played the NFC. We had the NFC um, East, and I, so we can get back to real finger um, or not. <laughs> we we played the NFC East, and we had the week week one New York Giants. Week two. We had the AFC East and NFC. Week week two, we had to go and uh, play the Saints, who were in our division. Remember, at that time, the Saints were in our division. We had to go yeah, play they were the in the West. Yeah. Then, then the next week, we had to go back and play Buffalo, and then we and then the next week, we flew back and played the Jets. <laughs> That's brutal. It was like like the first <laughs> month of the season. We flew across the country every every freaking week. That is brutal. Yeah, but okay. Real back to it. Back to it. My bad. Yeah, no, no. Great, great, great insight from you. I mean, we 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 love that. Um, and and that's why people listen to this show as well. But no, I mean, I I would say it's definitely a real thing. Look, we don't know what it's like with a seven uh, team, you know, playoff scenario. Seven teams now make it. Um, you know, on, on each side, we don't know what that's like, but I would imagine if you go zero and two, that lessens your chances of you know being able to make it to the playoffs. You go zero and three, I'm pretty sure that lessens your chances even more of being able to make it to the playoffs. So you definitely, um, I mean, look, you can't win, you can't win them both until you get the first one. But uh, I would say, 
um, you definitely don't even want to split on this trip. I, I, I think you, 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 you would, you have to have the mindset of trying to win them both, but you can't win the second one until you win the first one. Um, next, next, uh, next one here. Next topic here. Offensive line play will be the most important aspect of Sunday's game. Offensive line play for the Niners. That is real thing or not? Not. That's not a real thing. The most, the most important aspect of this coming game is your quarterback play. If your quarterback does not play better, if your quarterback does not perform and make some plays, not your quarterback can't you can't carry a quarterback. Your quarterback has to make plays from that position. And if you don't have a quarterback that's making plays, we've seen the Niners in the past without that, you're going to lose confidence. Guys in that huddle are going to lose confidence. Everything else that you're doing doesn't work. Your run game's gonna stop. Your your quick passing game is going to stop if he can't make plays. I think the most important aspect is the quarterback. Yeah, I I I think the offensive line play is going to be important, uh, but I'll say not as well. Um, offensive line did look a little shaky at times, um, but uh, you expect Ben Garland to be back in the lineup this week. Um, Ba mm-hmm. is supposed to make his debut uh, this week, so maybe that you know that that helps out in the passing game or whatnot. But um, I, I I give it I'll I'll, I'll kind of agree with you in a sense that Jimmy you know Jimmy's going to have to make some plays especially um, when you when you look at for me when you look at what what's happening in the secondary um, like we just don't know right like say you know Sam Darnold gets on one of those hot streaks like we've seen him do before and you got a banged up secondary you know assuming Sherm Spoon and uh, Verrett aren't there, then you know you might find yourself in a situation where Jimmy's going to have to put up some points, and that offense is going to have to put up some points. So I, I would definitely, I would definitely put the onus on uh, Jimmy G. Uh, speaking of which, Jimmy G will have a bounce back game this Sunday against the Jets. Real thing or not? Um, you know what? I'm actually going to say not. Mm. I'm going to say not. Say it uh, with your chest. Greg- well, Greg Williams, I'm looking at I'm looking at what they did defensively and what he's and what he's doing. He is going to try to do. He ran a bunch of rush zones. You're going to have to figure out on the run who's dropping, who's blitzing. Um, he doesn't have um, Jamal Adams there, uh, but he's still doing the, just as much blitzing um, at that position. So you're going to have to figure out and 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 um, making plays from that position uh, last week. So with these with the cover twos and and taking away all of the short routes, he's going to make Jimmy have to read and make some plays down the field. That's the where they're going to play it. That's not the strength of Jimmy's game. So I think I think I don't think this is the bounce back week for him, and and they're going to have to win a different way. You know that. <laughs> oh man, um, I got you thinking. That, huh? Yeah, no, that's 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 very interesting. And, and you look at it, and and it was Josh Allen having a lot of success with his legs against that Jets defense, right? He was able to get into the secondary um, mm-hmm. when when things broke down. Obviously, that's not Jimmy's game, right? Jimmy's not going to have the ability to do that. He may surprise you here and there with a the scramble, but consistently, like Allen ran it fourteen times. Um, you know, well, Jimmy or, can't do that. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, that's not Jimmy's game. Jimmy, Jimmy can't Jim, do that. Jimmy is. I, I, I see why New England drafted him. You watch him, and the more you watch him, and especially last week, he is a clone of Tom Brady. He is going to get his drop. He's going to stand there, flat-footed, and look around, and then throw the ball. He doesn't. He doesn't scramble like that. He doesn't move. 
he 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 runs um he runs when there is no other choice. <laughs> yeah. Period. Yeah. 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 No. You know what? I'm. <sighs> I'm gonna have to go real thing. I'm gonna have to go real thing. I think I think Jimmy is gonna bounce back. It 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 may, it 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 may be a little. It may not be the prettiest, but I think he's gonna make plays. He's gonna make enough plays, and I think some of it, obviously, you give to Kyle in 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 terms of the scheme and 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 you know allowing whatever the Jets do to kind of backfire on them, and and Jimmy being able to utilize utilize his strengths uh, in that regard. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go real thing, and and I feel like he has to, you know, if they're if the Niners are gonna win this game, I feel like Jimmy has to have a big game. Um, he has to have a bounce back game. Okay, okay, there you go, scouting with your heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my 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 heart is with you. You know that my heart is with you. My head. My head is just not telling me that that's what's going to happen after what I've seen. Oh, so I, I, man. You know, now, but I, I do believe that all, all of that can go. I know we got to put a, let's put a bowl on that segment. Um, uh, but I, I, um, I, I'm waiting to see the next step. I, I haven't seen it. We talked about that. We talked about it going in, in our, before the season and our preseason pod. <laughs> very first one of this season when we were sitting here talking about it, I want to see the next progression, the extension of Kyle Shanahan through the quarterback. That's when things start to get to that next level when it becomes your offense. I know from a defensive standpoint, I remember when it got to where it was our defense to where we didn't even look over to the sideline at times. Like we didn't even wait for a defensive coordinator to give us a call. Yeah. In the middle of the game, this is what's going on. We've been playing. We know these are the plays that are going to work. These are the guys that we need to put in certain positions, and we would literally do it ourselves on the field. And, and I'm and I'm not exaggerating when I say we wouldn't wait. We would make we would make the calls and tell them what we were running, um, because we we knew where we needed to be at that point. Jimmy needs. To, I'm waiting to see that. I he definitely wasn't there. Last he week. was not there last week. No, every mistake he made can be fixed. I don't know, you know. So I, someone tweeted me, like, "Give me some good news about Jimmy," and I responded to them and I said that every mistake he made is easily fixable by this next game. So, is that a true statement? Yes. Real thing or not, that is going to happen. That he will fix all of those things. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, man, it's a lot. It's a lot of things to fix. Um, that was real thing or not? Make sure you guys can chime in as well if you got opinions or thoughts uh, about this. Any of the three pack that I shot to Ed and that that we kind of went through. You can hit us up on Twitter at our Haylock and he's at underscore Eric Davis underscore and on Instagram at Watch Ray Ray. He's at underscore Bump and Run. Um, if the Niners uh, are going to get out of there with a win in the first of two. Um, what are they going to have to do? Uh, play better. I, I know it just sounds so easy and cliche-ish, but play better than their opponent. They they didn't play well in the crucial moments of that game uh, last week, but start to finish, they, they were outplayed. The defensive front, your, your defense is built off, because we're talking about the secondary, but this defense is built off of its front. You got to get more production out of the front. The only person on that defensive front that really truly looked like themselves, um, or or at the level you expect that defensive front to play, was was Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the other guys pick it up. It's not a question of did the guys make some plays or 
I have some pressures, all this stuff, but just consistently being the bad dudes that they showed to be and proved to be throughout last season. Uh, he was the only one that was just just play in and play out, bringing it like that at the at the level, at the pace, at the speed that you expect at the you know, at with the anger and, and the nasty that you expect that front to play with. So you're going to have to get that. You're going to have to get that done. The linebacking core, they, they played the way they play. I, I actually think they, they all look like themselves. But you got to get those big boys up front doing it. And it's not just that Defoe is gone. I mean, there are dudes there that just have to be more consistent in play. Um, and on the offensive side of the ball, like I said, the quarterback must play better. He must play better. It's uh, I got so much social media contact about Kyle being vanilla and all this stuff. No, Kyle's game plan looked like it always looked. The same guy that that everyone was saying this dude is a genius. He's and, a genius. And, and, and all of this stuff and everything. Remember, he's that same dude, and his game plan actually looked very similar. If you if you sit down and look at the formations and the misdirection things and the screens and all the stuff that he tried to do. It looked extremely familiar. They just didn't execute. So you need better execution out of the guys that are there, even with the injuries. You you need that. Um, and that's just the bottom line. Understand, and, and the final thing that I'd say about that is understand, flat out understand the importance of this game. Because I told you before, week one is not a must win. But guess what? That pressure builds every single week. I've done it before. I've been on a team that started off over and you, you lose that first one and you're like, okay, all right, we got 15 left. Let's just get this going. You lose that second one. Now you start to go like, okay, wait a minute. We can't, you, it creeps into your mind. We can't go 0 and 3. Yeah. We got a lot of season left, but we can't go 0 and 3. And so now you're playing that game not to lose. So week three, you're playing not to lose. You're not you're not thinking about championship or anything. You start thinking about not losing. And this team cannot do that. You don't want to play under that pressure. I don't even know if this team is built to play under that pressure. Uh. I don't know if any team is built to play under that pressure. No, that's that's a that's a, that's a great point. That's a fair point as well. I mean, we 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 don't know, right? Because last season started with such a bang and they were essentially they were front runners, right? They 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 went out there and and, and they, you know, went off and ripped off you know, a bunch of wins to start the season, and so they, they never – I mean, they had to face some adversity, you know, from an injury standpoint and things of that nature towards the middle of the season. But by that point, they had really already got into their groove, you know, and they were kind of feeling themselves as a winning team. Um, and so, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, this – you know, what's taking place right now did not take place last season. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're certainly going to have to turn some things around. They, the, the opportunity comes on Sunday, week two at the Jets – 10 a.m. Fox will have the call. And, of course, we'll be back here with you next week to break it all down. It'll be the Niners and the Jets as the Niners try to go level uh, on the season after dropping their home opener in week one to Arizona. Uh, Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, download the pod. You can also reach out to us on social media as well. I'm at underscore 
or no, I'm at R Haylock. He's at <laughs> underscore Eric Davis underscore. And then on uh, Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray, and he is at underscore Bump and Run. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. For Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. We will see y'all next week. Hopefully, for the first time, it's pina colada time. Let's go. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. You and your pina coladas. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.